Hello and welcome to A Sideways Life, The Honest Guide to Living and Working Abroad. This is episode 72 and I am Al. I'm Leanne. And we are a married couple who've been travelling pretty much full-time since 2013. So, today we're talking to another couple, although they are sisters, is that right? That's right. And they've got a great interview with these two ladies. Um, They've got some great insights. So, give us the background on our guest today. Sure. So um, our guests today are Gal and Mayan. They are co-founders of Smoozative, which is all about helping women living abroad to grow their positive mindset. So the basic idea, we all experience challenges. Um, They've got a statistic on their website, approximately 80% of women experience frustration during the first year of relocating overseas. Lord knows I'm one of those 80% um, and still do beyond the first year. Um, so they work with um, with expats, with nomads. Uh, Gal is a positive psychology coach. Mayan is a mindset training specialist. Um, she's also a yoga instructor and knows a lot about mindfulness. Um, and they work with expats to help them prepare themselves mentally and crucially before they move overseas. So let's just give you a bit of context how this fits in. So you you should know now that we have a roadmap um, of how you can live and work abroad in 2022 or 23 or 24, wherever, whatever year you're listening to this in, but how you can actually do it. So if you go to a sidewayslife.com forward slash roadmap, you're going to see how we've set it out. And it's basically in three sections. It starts off with the how. Um, no, sorry, the why. <laughs> I should know this. starts <laughs> off with the why. Why do you want to live and work abroad? Then it goes into the how. How are you going to live and work abroad? And finally goes into the question that most people start with, which we think it should be number three, which is where are you going to live and work abroad? So we're firmly in the how. In the why. In the why. Yeah. So we're in the step one with this particular interview. Don't be put off if you're male, um, because there's lots of good stuff. I've listened to this interview, and there's lots of good stuff in there for men as well. It's for anyone, really, who's thinking of living and working abroad. And they've got some great experience. So let's introduce them. They are... Gal and Mayan from Smoozative. So welcome to the podcast, Mayan and Gal. Hi. Hi, how are you? (laughs) Good, I'm good. How are you? We're good. We're good. Oh, cool. Thank you so much for taking the time to to chat to me today. I know you're very busy when we're in with lots of things going on. Um, but yeah, it, it's brilliant. I think our listeners are really going to enjoy hearing more about you. Um, so to kind of give a bit of, of context, um, you know, we, we've, as you know, we kind of got this why, how, where set up with um, our roadmap and supporting to people to live and work abroad. Um, and we've known each other for a little while about our Instagram and, and we thought you'd fit in really perfectly into, into the why. Um, so can you, Give us our listeners just a bit of a bit of context information into how you think you you fit into the the why. First of all, we love the fact that you created a roadmap based on questioning because we are a big believer in asking the questions, and the only way to progress and to move forward is by saying it out loud and asking yourself the questions, and then you can find the answers. So we love it, and I think we fit like we fit inside the why because. There is this emotional questioning and mental preparation to life abroad. Um, and when you're asking yourself why you want to move abroad, you need to think about many, many things. Why will you feel better in a certain way? Or why will it like um, 
please you or what will you find there that you don't have where you are right now and this is a lot of things that we're talking about about well-being and enjoying your life and finding your happy place so mental preparation is very important uh, when you're you're starting to think about living abroad and I think like we are big, big believers in uh, getting prepared ahead before you move and to practice everything that we say where it's easy and comfortable rather than practice it where it's really hard already and you're already abroad reaching a lot of challenges so if you go and get a proper preparation emotional preparation mental preparation before and you can practice everything that we say when li- your life is comfortable and maybe easier before you move then you'll get to this point of moving abroad more uh, ready mm-hmm. yeah I mean we've talked about that a lot on the podcast about how it's it really is you know the most disruptive or one of the most disrupting things you can do to your life and if you're not in a in a good place it's oh it's just the risks that, that things could go wrong but I mean tell us so tell us a bit more about about you both and your business smoothative which has been founded very much to help expats am I right in saying expat women primarily in terms of yeah. managing the this kind of getting the positive mindset to, to live and work abroad yeah so uh we created smoothie first of all as um, a community a, a place that will support women that are living abroad uh there's um there's many terms of women living abroad you can call them expats or immigrants or women living abroad it doesn't really matter the fact that we are talking to women that chose to live their life and To settle in a different country uh, it's not the travelers or we really want to uh, keep in touch and support the women that are living in another country so the first thing it will be the support that we give them uh, and we also we come from uh, different backgrounds but we're really about um, The positive girls coming from positive psychology she studied she has a master degree and I come from mindfulness and yoga and we combined the both of them the positive psychology and the mindfulness the mindset work and training all those uh, theories and practical tools to guide those women to make them uh, create a more calm and more balanced life abroad and And I think I'll, I'll add to that, uh, and it's important to mention. So first of all, we are sisters. And uh, second of all, we've been experts since a very, very young age. We first moved when I was only two years old and mine was six. Uh, our parents moved quite a lot. So we lived in different countries, different cities, different places. And we had to adopt and have this like um, flexible mindset, let's call it, to change a lot. So we were used to this. But one thing we realized is that the change doesn't get, like the challenges doesn't get any easier. Uh, even though we've been like experts for so many years, we still face challenges. We still face uh, struggles. We still have moments where like, reality kicks us in the face and we the only thing that really changed is that we got really stronger we got used to knowing how to deal with it better and part of it is this mindset it's our mindset it's our I'm coming from positive psychology so it's those tools that we use on a daily basis on and practicing on constantly that really helps us deal better with everything and when you when you deal with situation like you talked about in other another podcast uh, about 
your visa situation and housing and different stuff. There's so many things to deal with as expats. Uh, so I think that when we created Smoothie our idea was for a smooth and life and positive life abroad because we really wanted to share our personal experience, spread the positive vibes, and give practical tools for those women abroad. So we, we hear so many women around the world that don't really enjoy their life and don't see it as, a, it as an opportunity to have a better life. And um, we really want them to see that it's a great opportunity. Yeah, I find it really interesting that you said that, you know, you have all this experience since, since being children as, you know, traveling and, and with your parents and, and living abroad. But the challenges still remain. It never gets easier tell me a bit more about that what challenges do you find continue to to come up I'll, I'll give you an example so I moved um about like 11 years ago I was a student in London so it was one part of uh, my expat experience and I decided to go back to Israel our home country and it was supposed to be easy because I am Israeli I know the language I know the culture I know but then I arrived and I I didn't know how to open a bank account. I had no friends. It took me so long to, to like find myself there. The culture I thought I knew, I was like having a reverse expat experience. And then I was like, okay, well, I can do that, but it doesn't work. And I, I cannot find an apartment without having a bank account, but I cannot have a bank account without having an, an apartment. And I was like, how, wh- where do you start? And, and funny enough, 10 years later or nine years later, more currently, I decided to leave Israel and move to France. And I had exactly the same things once again. I was like, again, it's to, okay, so bank account, where do we start? It's a completely different procedure. What are, am I doing here? Friends and social networks as like, again, like I left my friends. I need to create new social life. How do you even deal that? And the older we get, it's harder. Because like when we're younger, it's like, yeah, well, I go to the bar, I'll find someone. But now, like, it's not the same. <laughs> And uh, I can tell you that, like we we talk a lot about with with each other and to other women, that the feeling of belonging to some place, it never gets easy because every time you move, you have to create new relations. You have to understand how the culture works, and it's it doesn't get easy. And uh, for me, I moved like uh, this year to France as well as a mother, and this one is new for me to make this move as a mother uh everything that's connected to children childcare, schools i never dealt with it before so i know the language i think i know the culture and the people <laughs> but i really didn't know how to do everything was new to me i didn't know how to approach other moms for example in the park and it's something that i used to know before like <laughs> i did it before and so the challenges are always there every time there's a different situation but the challenges are pretty much the same yes challenges are inherent and I think that's the thing funny thing isn't it they're inherent in any life I think it's just they can be some slightly more complicated or or a bit more nuanced perhaps for for people who live and work abroad so I mean with with that in mind I mean you, you talked about the kind of the, a lot of the practical challenges there that that people um need to overcome but your business is very much steeped in as you say positive psychology the uh, the positive mindset and emotional side of it I mean what What's your take on on the importance of people? 
being in a positive state of mind before they take that leap to, to live and work abroad? What we realize is that when you feel stronger, when you have greater resilience, when you are in a more positive state and you are able to use your mind so that it serves you best, then when you move abroad and you face all those challenges that are like you're going to face them, whether you want it or not, everyone will face them differently, but you will face them it will be a little bit easier. It's not that the challenges won't exist. We always say it. We don't minimize the struggle. The struggle is real for a lot of experts. And actually, it's not only when you're landing abroad. It's that the challenges were going to be like in, in many phases during your time abroad. Uh, if I look at you, like you, you've been experts for a while, but now you're facing a new challenge because like whether deciding to stay in the same country or moving to another one and changing apartments. And there's always something going on. But when you're strong enough, when your mind is strong enough, then you can deal better. Then you can, those surprises can, can kick you down a little bit less. When you, when you feel good, good, when you're not that stressed, when you're not struggling so much, when you can prepare yourself and prepare your mindset to be ready <laughs> for this. It's just like we're always comparing it to any muscle. So moving abroad is a little bit like that. It's a big challenge that you're going to face. It's a change that you're going to do. Uh, you can be very proud of yourself for doing it. It requires a lot of like uh, courage and energy. Um, but then you need to have your mindset ready for it. I mean, I mean, you mentioned there that it's about getting in that mindset before people move and, and we agree. And that's why that first step for us is that why, you know, what what's wrong with your lifestyle now? What are you hoping for? And why can't you you get that now? I mean, for people who are going through that that stage on their journey to live and work abroad. Um, I mean, is there any practical tips that you can give people about how they can build their, their mindset, their resilience? When you're asking yourself, why am I doing this move and why do I want to live in a certain country? Try to go deeper and ask yourself again and again, why am I doing this? And until you get to an emotional answer, uh, like it's really deep. It's usually seven levels deep. <laughs> yes. Uh, when you ask yourself again and again, okay, so I want to move to this country. Why? Because I want to have a happier life. I don't know. Why do I want to have a happier life? Because I want to be free. Why do I want to be free? And when it, you ask yourself this again and again, and you find this emotional reason that will that make you do this move, then a few months later, when things will get hard, you will remind yourself, this is why I'm doing it. And it's true that now things might be hard, but I know why I did it. I have my reason. And it's so strong because it's emotional that I will keep going on. I will, because I have a strong why. I know why I do. You feel more confident. I think, again, it's not going to make the challenges go away. But when you're going to face them and you're going to sit on your sofa and ask yourself, why the hell am I here? And why did I move? And why did I leave? You remind yourself that you had a why. And it's a very strong why. And when you say go deep into the emotional why, you'll feel there is a physiological thing happening to our body when you get into this emotional why. So that's one uh, tip we wanted uh, to give. Uh, another one, I think something that you need to prepare yourself in advance and to get used to 
prioritizing yourself. And what we mean by that is taking care of yourself physically and mentally, because you will see that moving abroad, you it's easy to lose yourself to things you have to do. There's so many things, uh, challenges, chores, everything, and it's really easy to lose yourself. So practice now to prioritize that. It's very important to take care of yourself. And once you know those things about yourself, the other day I had a call with an expat living in Spain and she said, I know that when I'm going out and I'm seeing the sun and I'm spending like half an hour outside, it changes my day. And I was like, okay, so why are you not doing it? She's like, yeah, good, good question. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so when we say practice, practice beforehand, while you're living abroad, especially the first couple of months are always a lot about the to-do list, the logistics. You need to take care of so many things that you completely forget yourself and then you find yourself very easily in this uh negative loop of frustration and stress and anxiety and not like self-doubt and ask and second guessing yourself and that and the only way you can bring back and go back up is if you know yourself enough and if you prioritize yourself before your move, so you know how to take care of yourself. So self-care is very important. And it ha- doesn't have to be like a crazy thing. It can be the fact that you will take a 10 minutes morning routine that will make you feel like you have the capabilities to deal with whatever you have to deal with today. Then you will be able to keep on doing it later on. Definitely. I think there is that that trap that I know I've fallen into in the past where I just think oh well when when we, we're there once we get there then I'll start doing this or I've not got time for self-care right now I've got too much to pack too much to do I've got work as well I'll figure that out when I get somewhere and it that time creeps away and your resilience you can feel it just ebbing away in the meantime I mean as you say for, for women who are busy they're juggling work family you know potentially moving everything that that comes with that how do you you know it's all well and good to say oh you know I need to find time for myself what can you do to actually really find that time and make sure you utilize it uh first of all like we said it's understanding that you're your, you have to be your own priority. Nobody is going to give you this time, okay? You have to take it. You have to make time for it yourself. First of all, by understanding that it's really important. If you're not taking care of yourself, how could you help others? How could you do those to-do lists, the, all the things that you have to deal with? You won't be able to do that. And you won't be able even to prepare your move if you're not in a good place with yourself. So it, First thing, it's understanding that, yeah, it's the awareness. And, and you know, like it's a little bit cliche, but if someone tells us, uh, I don't have time for myself, I'm like, okay, well, if you don't have five minutes, then take an hour. Then you need an hour. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you force it because, yeah, the thing is, at some point, if you don't do it constantly and in small doses, you don't have to go like for three hours of self-care. You need to have 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there. Practice when it's easy. Take care of yourself when everything is good. Why wait for things to get hard? Absolutely. And I, it, it makes me smile when you're saying that and just, just finding those moments. And she said, it doesn't have to be anything significant. Um, I know for me, that like, I always say, well, Al's known. We've been married for almost 10 years, so he knows. But the rule is that until I've had my first cup of coffee in the morning, you don't speak. 
Mm-mm. I'm either I'm either all right. I might be checking my phone. I'm going through Instagram. I might be journaling. I might just be staring at the ceiling with my cup of coffee. I might be sat in the garden. But you don't talk to me until that cup goes in that sink. My time, and it might be ten minutes. It might be an hour, depending on what's happening that morning. But I think just those boundaries can just help a little bit to just give you almost that physical and emotional space that you need to just. Yeah. Yeah, and we and need it's it. Super important. We all need it. Not only women, yeah, men also men. need it. We, yeah. we all need it, and we need to make sure that we have it. Now, the problem is that a lot of us think that when we prioritize ourselves, it makes us selfish. Oh, I'm thinking of myself. But no, as Mayan said, it's exactly like the oxygen. When I am in a better place with myself, when I am fulfilled with my own needs, and I'm the only one who can take care of my needs then I'm actually nicer to others. I am more compassionate to others' needs. I can deal better with what's going on. I can come with the right energy to this like visa um, bureau <laughs> office and, and come with a big smile instead of being cranky because I haven't slept for four days. As women, I think we're particularly guilty of not prioritizing ourselves enough. And it, it really is, as you say, a case of, being our best selves means that we can be we can be the support system we need to be for the people in our lives. So, so we've talked about self awareness, really understanding your why and getting down to that emotional level. Uh, we talked about self care and finding those environments for yourself. Uh, I know a lot about um, what you talk about. It's moved to as well as about positive thinking and shifting like negative thoughts into into positive ones, and it's something that. I'm not a naturally sunny person. I'm sure we've said it before. I have to work really hard to stay positive. If there's anyone out there who feels the same, who just kind of default position is that more negative stance, what tips can you give people to to try and think more positively? Actually, I'll share with you one thing. Our brain is super negative and it's not you and it's not anyone. (laughs) Everyone, our default is to think negatively only because I'm not going to get into the scientific thing here. Uh, But just in a couple of words, um, our fastest area of the brain, the one that uh, is able to analyze the situation in the fastest way is is the one that is looking for the danger. And this is why it protects us, okay? It's the flight or flight situation. It's like, what is going on? How do, and we see the negative. And actually the slowest part of our brain is the creative thinking and the positive. And that's why it's much harder for everyone to keep a positive mindset and a positive thinking. But it's this is what requires practice. So the more you practice it and the more you create habits to see the positive, then you shift your attention little by little. It's easy to say, shift your mindset. But it doesn't happen overnight. You have to constantly practice. And guess what? The moment you have something that's wrong in your life, your mindset will go back to the negative thinking and you need to keep on balancing and forcing it back. Um, So it's not you and it's not anyone that is listening to us here. It's important to understand that it's it's everyone and it's a constant practice. We need to work on it all the time. And I think it's important to understand as well that having a positive mindset doesn't mean that everything is good in your life. It's seeing the negative things and learning to look at them in a different way. Okay. So for example, we always say to our community, try to see challenges as opportunities. So you face a challenge. What is the opportunity behind it? What can you learn from it? Uh, and so this, this example, I'll give it to you for those who are thinking of moving. Uh, we talked about it with an amazing woman from our community the other day. 
And she was talking about how challenging it was to pack her house from the U.S. when she knew she's moving to Europe, smaller houses. How do I get rid of all my stuff? It's an am- She said like she didn't sleep for a whole week because she was so stressed about what can, how can she be without her sofa, without her clothes, without her shoes, without what can I do here uh, that will help me get rid of my stuff and not feel super sad about it. Um, and she said, okay, so it's an opportunity to donate. It's an opportunity to see what do I really need and ask yourself again, it goes back to the, those questions. I said, what do I really need? Do I really need this pair of shoes? Do I really need? And, and then she played a game. I'm going to share with you. I'm taking, not taking credit. It's her idea. She played a game. Um, if there was a fire, what would be the things that you take out of your house? And it was like, okay, basically, this is the only thing we need to take. Because if, if we can get, if, if, if at the moment of danger, you would run without taking everything, then it means that you can deal without. Um, so it's a lot and of moving abroad. Like it's a great opportunity for new thing, new style for your home, new style for clothes. I know that when I packed and moved uh, this year, I like left 60% of my things uh, in Israel, like I took only clothes that I really love, only books that I really love, uh, toys for the kids that they really love. We donated so much things, and I think we could have donated even more. Absolutely, it's it's, a, it's very much getting to know yourself, isn't it? And and as you say, reflecting and communicating, especially if you're traveling with somebody. Something that Al and I will will do as a little game sometimes is kind of say, like, can you think of a time where like we've been really unlucky? Like things have gone really wrong, been really unlucky. And we struggle because we kind of like, we challenge each other. And it's like, well, okay, so we were really unlucky. For example, this week, um, if you listen last week, I had a run in with the Nikita. That was unlucky. But was it because now that got us out of the flat to find other areas in Split? We've now found an area that we think we're in love with. We've just got enough time to spend 10 days there before we have to leave. So if that wouldn't have happened with the dog, then we wouldn't have maybe gone to a new area and that could fundamentally change where we live in the future. So it's not really unlucky. It's, you know, it's it's about seeing the opportunities. Yeah. It's okay to say, well, I had a really rough week. I had a lot of things to deal with, but what was okay? Focusing on what is, not on what isn't. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. As you say, it's that muscle, isn't it? It needs to be worked. It needs to be practiced i mean are there anything else in terms of you talked a lot about what people the work they can do on themselves is there anything else that you think people should be mindful of or wary of in when they come to to live and work abroad in terms of socially emotionally i think one of the things we talk a lot about these days is understand that you don't know understand that you're not fully prepared there's certainly surprises that are going to come along the way things you thought you knew but you don't and it will happen and i think once you understand that it's going to happen there's going to be some surprises well it's a little bit easier to like when they're gonna arrive and they will arrive you know say like oh this is what they talked about like it's not about you it's like this move it's surprising sometimes and you can be fully prepared to it like the best preparation you can do is understand that things will happen that you are not prepared to and it's not personally 
your fault. It's not, not that you me. could have done anything differently. I think that's that's the key. It's not that in a couple of months you will say, ah, oh, I'm so stupid. I should have checked this. I should have read more. I should have prepared. No, there are things that as much as you think you're going to prepare yourself and you will, but know that there's always a small percentage of things that are going to really surprise you. <laughs> And those usually are the ones that really kicks us down because I'm like, how didn't I know that? How didn't I not prepare to this? And they're like, what am I supposed to do right now? There's a challenge to see as an opportunity. If there was one piece of advice you could give to somebody who sat there, who wants to live and work abroad, it's their plan to do this year. Is there a one piece of advice or one golden rule that you'd you'd give to them? Do it. Do it. <laughs> so scary sometimes and uh it's so challenging but it's so amazing and it gives you so much and you you get so much stronger and you get so much more connected to yourself and i think it's an amazing opportunity and an amazing experience to I'll, i'll tell you a quote i don't remember the name i'm sorry that that has been like it's been my mantra for so many years if it's both terrifying and exciting then you should definitely pursue it because This is life abroad. You can always go back home. There's always a possibility to go back. Life, life only happens once. Life is only once. Live your life to the fullest, and, but, but come prepared. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. I say prepare and then just do it. And things will go wrong. But you, you've got this. You've done the work. You're prepared. You've got this. You've got this. Yeah, amazing. Oh, Mindgal, thank you so much for your time. Um, if people want to find out more about about you and about Smoothie, where will they find you? Uh, so basically, on our Instagram page, uh, it's Smoothie, um, and we also have our website, smoothie.com. And, and yeah, uh, just come to talk to us. That's what that's what we do. We talk with experts from all over the world about those things exactly, the emotional and the mental state and how to create a calm and balanced life. Well, they were lovely ladies, weren't they? Yeah, really great. Such a lovely energy. It was, I think I was talking to them about an hour all in all and it flew by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what I liked about them was the fact that they talked about this belonging, which I think is a big thing for anyone who wants to live and work abroad. Whether I have a theory that's that if you don't feel like, or if you're always looking for belonging, then you either become an entrepreneur or you move and work abroad. And I've done both, so that probably says a lot about my <laughs> mental situation. <laughs> But I like that. What, what did you get from that as well? Yeah, a similar thing. You know, it is, it is one of the hardest things and it's, across all the blogs and groups, finding friends, finding that sense of belonging is tricky. And I think one of the things that they're really promoting is that belonging isn't just about where you are in the world, it's how you are in yourself. Um, so yeah, the more you understand yourself, the more you're self-aware, um, then finding that sense of belonging might be a little bit easier. Now they did talk about something called a fight the fire game, which one of their clients was 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 playing yeah so they were saying the fire game is basically you know when you're looking at kind of downsizing your life or what's really important if you have some fire what do you grab what what would you grab out uh you our dog uh my laptop and these microphones because <laughs> <laughs> the know. world needs to hear us leanne they do how would they hear <laughs> us without a microphone i don't know i don't know what about you yeah you 
peanut, my phone, probably my laptop. And your makeup. Maybe a couple of yeah, skincare or makeup pieces. But even then, you know, you can buy that shit all over again, can't you? It's, I don't know, what are the most important things? Your family, your health, mm-hmm. the podcasting apparatus. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's interesting is that we've done this and that we, we basically had a fire sale uh, what almost 10 years ago when we left Manchester and we sold everything. And there's barely anything that I look back on and go, God, I wish we'd kept that. Really yeah, and I think we probably mentioned before, we've still got a storage unit in Spain from when we left nearly five years ago to, to go nomading for six months and then mm. never stopped. And honestly, beyond a bit of jewellery, photographs maybe, some wine that would not have aged well. No. Nope. I honestly couldn't tell you what's in it. No. Don't know. I think no got a dining board in there, or possibly a plant <laughs> that might, might need a bit of water. Um, but anyway, so we'll wrap this up because I think that the, the, the sort of the, the key things I got out of this um, was that, first of all, we are wired to be negative. And again, we won't go into the science of that, but it, but you can obviously message Leanne and she'll tell you all about the science of that, being a psychologist. But we are wired to look for danger. So it's so it's danger, danger, fire, <laughs> danger. <laughs> what was that from? Danger, danger, high voltage. No, there's some kind of film or something. Is I can't it? remember. Anyway, sorry, carry on. You were saying, yes. <laughs> Ruin my flow. <laughs> so so don't don't beat up on yourself too much when you get somewhere and you go, oh, I can just see all the shit. I can see all the bad stuff because that's what you're wired to see. Um, and also just shit is going to happen. You are going to have problems with visas, with bank accounts, with whatever. This is going to happen. So don't think moving abroad is going to solve all your problems. It's just going to give you different problems, but hopefully better quality problems potentially in the sun indeed indeed yeah shit will go wrong and i think the whole philosophy of of gal and mine and what the you know the work they're doing at smooth tip it's all about building your positive mindset and that in turn is going to build your resilience and we talked about that before the podcast over podmas i think mm-hmm. um so yeah some really practical tips as well on their website if you want to check it out smoothtip.com can you spell that Smoothative is a good word, isn't it? Smoothative. Smoothative. S M O O Z I T I V E dot com. And it's smoothative on Instagram. It is, yep. Same handle on um, Instagram, also on YouTube as well. I've got some cool videos up there. I think, as I mentioned, I'm not sure if, if you've cut it out. I haven't listened to the edit yet. <laughs> but if you did, um, then their Instagram feed is great. They do so many reels with like funny little things that are entertaining. And then practical tips as well. So check that out. They've got an ebook. Uh, they do coffee talkies, uh, which is like little little groups to to kind of meet other people going through similar challenges. They've got some free training. They've also got a coaching program that you can sign up to. So much. Check it out. Smoothive.com, Smoothive on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and everything else. Cool. Okay, right. We'll call it a day there then. And um, if you've got any questions or thoughts, or whatever, just go to, well, two things you can do. First of all, go to asksidewayslife.com forward slash roadmap. Um, that will give you the roadmap that we've developed, which will help you. It's totally free. We're not think nothing to sell you. Um, give not you yet. Not yet. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. And uh, that will give you the roadmap of how the question you need to ask before you live and work abroad. And secondly, if you want to get in touch, jump on Instagram and search for Our Sideways Life. If you're not on Instagram, then go to Gmail or go to email and email us at sidewayslife at gmail.com. 
Okay. Indeed. And what are we talk about next week, Um, I think we, we've got an interview lined up, but it's not confirmed yet, um, which is going to be quite cool. Um, if that doesn't happen before publication date or, or publish date, then we're just going to have to make it up. We might just... Do you know what we could do? We, just, we could just get drunk and just riff about stuff we don't... That's what we could do in an episode on stuff we, stuff we have no right in talking about. Like me, hip-hop. <laughs> A white, chubby, middle-aged man <clears throat> talking about about the origins of black music that's what that's what i will do what will you do well i can't wait for that i would tune in for that um i will talk about um the predictive power of um star signs oh in life success yeah because i'm sure that's a thing right i'm, I'm sure no? it is I'm, it is a thing it's just it's funny listening to you as a psychologist even just <laughs> pretending that you believe that for a second sure anyway right see you soon guys bye bye bye